0: Ah, uh, Jet, are you going to be my girl on Malloy on Triple M? joining us now in studio. You just heard him as part of the song Whisperer. He's a friend of this show. He's a bloody funny guy doing some shows for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Mm. It's Adam Rosenbark's on Malloy. Hello, guys.
1: Thanks for having me. Good, oh. pleasure to have you. Well done on Front Bar last night, too, by the way. Our first show back. It was uh, great. I thought it was good, thought KB was great. Yeah.
2: Show rocked. It was a lot of fun. And it's just, just so good to have all the footballs back and the AFLW's really rocking, about to head into uh, the final. So it's great. Great time of year. Great time of year. Mm-hmm. And Comedy I thought festival. My KB coming up. haircut
1: was oh.
2: disturbing. disturbing. <laughs> Very Isn't disturbing. Is that what you would say? Yeah. You, you were talking about uh, the way that people can cover up, you know, men only go the Como, but yes. it seems you've forgotten hair in a can. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was big in the sort of early 90s. I do. So I've thought about it because I'm getting a little bit of you know the feathers up the yeah, top a little, little thinning up there. You know yeah. All right, Dave. Oh, <laughs> I can say that I'm bored. All ba- oh, right, sorry. Yeah,
1: okay. Hey, what about the hair in the can? Is good for the to remove the what we call the fryer tuck. Yes, <laughs> you know, the fryer tuck, which yeah. is the male pattern, which yeah. is the twenty starts as a twenty cent piece on the crown. <laughs> yes, of the head, doesn't it? It just gets a little mm. wider. Yeah, I know a couple of AFL footballers have mysteriously <laughs> lost the fryer tuck looking over Hair and, in the can,
2: and you never notice it until you uh, see the uh, screen of CCTV. You're like, who's that bloke? And you're like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's, me. that's me. It's got Rosenbergs <laughs> written across the back. Who else has got one of those T-shirts Oh, you're, you're okay up top. Huh? Yeah, it's going a little good. bit thin, mate. So, yeah. I'm glad I'm not five foot four. <laughs> I just, oh, you know what? I'm like a mob boss. I always stand in the corner with um, facing out so no one can get behind me. <laughs> no
1: one can yeah. get around yeah. the back. Yeah. Um, I feel uh, liberated. I feel, uh, I feel like uh, it's polarizing, but there's a What are you decry- going to do with it now, though? You're going to keep it? Or you well, gonna... mate, I forget I've got it. So I walk through the office yeah. and <laughs> people, people start looking away. Like, yeah, you... like I do have a bung eye. Like I'm, like I'm not quite right. If
2: you get public transport, <laughs> you are going to get uh, seats to yourself. Like you are going to get a lot of space in your yeah, life yeah. now.
1: Uh, I'm not allowed to pick my kids up from school. I'm not, I'm not allowed anywhere near the joint. Uh, apparently, by the looks of things, no. hey, we were talking earlier about uh, the difference between men and mm. women, and uh, and we were talking about the dark arts mm. that women use, and then we got onto behaviour with women. Quite happily, friends sleep together in the yeah. same bed and no issues. Whitney uh, does it. Uh, Whitney does it. Yeah. All the time. So
2: I was forced to do it at a um, a holiday house. So there's limited beds in a holiday house. With a and with the bloke? I'm talking about
1: the bloke. Yeah, with a bloke. It's oh. more, we're, we're, our point was, it's more unusual. It's not natural behavior.
2: For no. Men. So me and mate had been to the races all day, and so we we crashed on the couch. And then when my uh, mate's sister-in-law came out in the morning, he was spooning me. <laughs> Like a, like a baby koala and, really? a big, and a mother koala. He was just tucked on <laughs> my back and she scrambled for her phone and as it unlocked, <laughs> we woke up.
1: Oh, you missed
2: the So she missed the fun bit.
1: Uh, I know a story and I, it's not one I'm, I, that I like. I don't mm. condone it. Mm. <laughs> Jay's just dropped his glasses. <laughs> so let's just say guys I know in the business yeah. and they were uh, both with women, mm-hmm. but they were not their partners. Right and anyway, their partners came home mm-hmm. and they went, "Oh my god! Oh my god! We're in trouble here!" So the girls ran and hid. Mm. the The girlfriends came in, saw the two blokes in bed, and one of them goes, "So it's come to this." <laughs> 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 Got him. True story. I won't mention no who ones. is it. Oh, I'll him. off you. Oh. Oh, I love that because you'll you'll all know him
2: <laughs> now. I live near a park, right? So yeah. often, you know, the ki- the kids kind of hit the park and they have drinks in the Saturday afternoon and stuff like that. Mm. And I got asked by some, uh, I'm going to say they were underage, some kids hit me up to buy them booze they- oh, on the really? weekend.
1: Is that Ford? Did you know yeah. them at all? Or? No, I didn't know them. I didn't really? know them. Yeah,
2: they were just hanging around the park. Because you know how that happens. I-, I did that when I was under 18. If you yeah. don't have a good ID, you need someone yeah, to course. buy you some booze. And yeah, I figured, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm selling them MDMA as well. So why not just <laughs> <laughs> make it a package deal? And the thing here's the thing, right? They said, <laughs> "We'll give you five bucks to do it," and give I was five oh, bucks. Yeah, so the
1: kids are giving you a, a bit of a, you a chop out,
2: a bit of a sweetener. And I was just like, "Mate, I don't, I don't need that money, you know. Just let me hang out with you, and we'll call it even." <laughs> <laughs> but it reminded me, and I want to go to the phones about this. <laughs> oh, how okay. did you? What happened when you went to buy booze as a when you were underage? When right? you were
1: underage, mm. not now. Don't ring up now if you're thinking of doing it. No, but no. If you're, when you think back to your childhood, one triple three five. So when
2: I was 16, yep. I went to buy booze, and it was we stood at the front of a bottle and it was a drive-through bottle and we picked this car, and we could not have picked the worst car to get these guys to buy us alcohol. It was two guys in this beautiful white HK Monaro with Oof. the black gills on the side. Jeepers. And we said, can you get us a six-pack of Jim Beam and Coke? And their eyes lit up, <laughs> and we were like, oh, that means they're going to get it for us. And they're like, no worries, yeah, yeah. boys. And we handed over our hard-earned, yep. and we stood on the other side of the bottle Waiting. And they did the biggest burnout as they <laughs> Laughed and said, Good on you, See fellas. Ya. Thanks for a great weekend and took
1: off. One at three, 5 three. We'll come back, we'll tell you our stories.
0: It is Malloy on Triple M. Adam Rosenbark's with us. Got some shows coming. Dates in just a moment. Right. We're
1: taking your calls. But uh, Rosie, you've put the question out mm. there when you were young. We're not suggesting anyone do this. No, all not at kids all. Do this, but we're talking a historically when you were young, way back when. Yeah. How did you purchase your alcohol when you were underage? The callers are locked up. Chris, what'd you do, mate?
0: Hey,
2: going boys.
1: Yeah, good. good. What'd
2: you do? Uh... I had an XF Falcon Ute. Nice. I was seventeen years old on me, gre- uh, me red P plates. Mm. I'd pull up
0: around the block. I'd pull the pea plates off my Ute, <laughs> and I'd idle into the bot like the drive-through bottle and go, "Here, yeah, mate, have a slab of VB cans and a, a, a carton of Bundy." Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just I'd this have, is a I'd have, I'd have the seventeen-year-old Pete fuzz on the face, and they'd be like, "Yeah, just don't give him an S posture asleep. He'll be all right." <laughs> And look at you now. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you don't contain the behaviour, but you remember it well. Good on you, Chris. Thanks for the call. Daniel's on the line. Daniel, what happened to you when you were way younger and you needed underage alcohol? What did Mm. you do? Uh, How are we, fellas? Good. Uh, a couple of us boys, when we were about 15, just wanted a few goon sacks for a night out. God, so we uh, went, went out the front of IJ and French Gully, as you do. Yeah. Uh, gave gave out 15 bucks, or whatever it was, to a lady who looked pretty respectable, but um, she's called a Danny, and never come out. I do it. <laughs> she's, she's, she's done a runner with a couple of goon sacks. Mate, there was no back door or anything. I don't know how she's called Make it off. up to her, Dave. Uh, what Make... about
0: a case of bricklaying for you, Daniel, to yeah. get on your yeah, damn.
1: 15 bucks for Goon, top shelf. Top shelf. Oh, yeah, hey, that's, that's yeah. how you rolled. Mal, what happened to you, mate? <laughs> yeah, so I grew up in a small town of 1,100 people. Everyone knew everyone, mm. one pub. And I was the one that looked older, the eldest in the group. Mm. And the bottle shop would serve me. So I go in, we go in one Friday night with the friends, I leave my cattle dog at the door, I go in to buy beer, I buy alcohol, I come out the dog's gone and run about doing dog things. Dad comes down the street 10 o'clock the next morning to get the paper, and here's my dog at the bottle shop door. (laughs) 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 Where the hell's Mel? You've been busted by yeah. your own loyal cattle dog, Duke him, Dave. Uh, we've
0: got a Kennedy Malloy memorabilia prize pack coming to Mel from Echuca. Great Let's Sorry. go to Paul, yeah. can we, yeah. please?
1: Paul, uh, what was your account? You kind of had some authorisation to do this underage, did you?
0: I did, actually. My uh, father used to write me a note, and I'd take it to the bottle shop in the suburb <laughs> where I live, and I'd say, can I get a, long, a dozen bottles of uh, Melbourne bitter or Carlton draft in a long neck? And he'd put it on Dad's account, and I'd take it home and split it up with me two brothers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dad's wow. paying for it. Uh, i talk out. for one more. Catherine's on the line. Catherine, how did you do it as an underage girl? Hmm.
2: Well, we did. As a group of us, we didn't have... Um, we had to go where you went not let to go, the bottle load, So we thought, well get around that no ID they surely wouldn't ask us for ID if we drove the car so <laughs> mum and dad were out and we thought well we'll just take the car for a bit of a bit of a run why not it did take us an hour to get out of the back to drive through <laughs> of the driveway um, and it was probably only a 15 metre long driveway yeah. but anyway we got it out and we drove through the buffalo. and of course no one asked us for ID because here we were with no take the to car in the car, we were probably about 15 or 16, mm. and then we thought, well, that was too easy, we'll take the car for a bit of a drive around Bendigo, of course. which oh, okay. we did, um, and I remember some fellow, we picked him up, and he said, oh, Catherine,
1: I didn't know you had your licence. <laughs> okay. No, I haven't. Catherine, yeah. uh, I can tell you the exact same story happened to me. We, me and my boys, uh, me and my mates, when we were 14, mm. uh, <laughs> uh, took my sister's car to the bottle your no, when no one was home. Yeah, because well, again, no one's yeah. the guy goes, Can I see some ID? Mate, we're Mate, driving. We're, yeah, of course I've got. And yeah. one of us had our ass out the window at the time. You'd <laughs> <laughs> think you'd play a low profile, wouldn't you, when you're 49 <laughs> yeah, kids? That's and I'll right. tell you how we got busted. We got a neighbour called Connie Hammond, mm. who was, let's imagine Mrs. Jessup. Oh yeah. And she knew my sister wasn't home and she saw the car go past. So that night with mum, she goes, Oh, I didn't know I didn't know Christine was home. Mum goes she's not. Well, that's interesting because her car's been going up and down. the
2: Connie. Yeah, one of the last
1: straps I ever received. (laughs) You should have bought Connie
2: some uh, brandy. I should have
1: picked up some brandy. Hey, you've got shows on which we've got to get to. Here we
0: go, Imperial Hotel in Melbourne. So next Thursday, Rosie will be there and Sunday the 4th of April as well. Go trybooking.com.
2: Okay. Yeah, so uh, if, you, if you want to come along, also, don't forget, there's half price flights from the 1st of April. So if you're anywhere else in the country, get your, get your <laughs> yeah. ass to Laverdon. All right. Well,
1: that's it. And if you've, you've started again? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back into it. You know what?
2: I had a mate who did stand-up, and this is in a country gig, and this is how bad it went. Mm. The person's side of stage, because it was one of those ones where you could bring your own food and bring yes. your own drink. And the person side of stage said he was going that badly. You could hear someone peel the foil off a dip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm,
2: a hoping, someone, is it? I'm hoping it's going to go better than that. So come along, people. <laughs> That's a
1: bad review. It's not that great. Nice. It's not
2: great.
0: Trybooking.com to get tickets to Rosie's show. Thanks, Adam. Good Cheers, you, boys. Rosie. Adam Rosenbach's Gone Wild up next. This is Malloy on Triple M.